1: Let's run on over to Waldorf, Maryland, and talk to Edward, who's on the line. Hi, Edward. It's Dr. David Anderson. How are you, sir?
2: Oh, I'm doing better today, Dr. Anderson. How are you?
1: Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for calling. What are you thinking?
2: Well, I want to give some wise counsel from you. Um, One, it seems to be a highly debated item that has recently hit my home. Okay. Um. Just in brief, I'm on my second marriage. Okay. And my first marriage was, uh, as I believe, it was a biblical ground for divorce. Okay. And I've been married almost 10 years now. Okay. And just recently, my wife has, uh, for some reason, she believes that we are not living according to the scripture because she doesn't believe that I was divorced on biblical grounds. Okay. So I have searched the scriptures, um, of course, had some pastoral help. We actually have some more counseling coming. And I've spoken to her about different things regarding, you know, like the letter of the law versus the spirit of the
1: law. Sure. Um, What does she want to do about it?
2: Well, she's very open, but I'm trying to get her to understand the interpretation of she doesn't want to live in adultery and I'm trying to show her and explain to her that we're not living in adultery because my grounds for divorce was, was granted, you know, the covenant was it was broken. Got it. So it's a, it's it's been a, it's a highly debated topic, you know, from different sure. pastors and churches and uh, just kind of wanted to get your counsel and your input on, um, well, if she's not, on you know, divorce and, and remarriage,
1: it depends on the topic. What I mean by that is, Sometimes people use that because they just want to get out the marriage. It doesn't sound to me that this is her right. issue. She just wants to know, know theologically she's living God's will. Would would that be a true statement? Yes. Okay, That's good. Very true. Okay, good. So now we don't, it's not a smoke screen. She just is seriously wanting to live God's will. Well, put it like this. God also hates divorce. So let's say you have both sins going on at the same time. Let's say you're living in adultery and God hates divorce. Which one are you going to do? So you're stuck, right? So, I would look at it like I would look at it like that. Now, of course, we can go with Bible interpretation and all this. I don't know the details of your divorce, but I do know this, that God is a God of grace. And if you are in a second marriage, whether you should be in it or not, now you're in it. So therefore, make it the best you can make it uh, and do it right. Consider it a second chance to do it right. Um, But, you know, God does hate divorce. So if you divorce, that would be a sin if there's not a biblical reason to do it. Uh, staying married uh, could honor God if you guys decide to do it. But what this could do is it could affect your bedroom. Uh, Is she at the place where she's like, I'll stay married to you, but I don't want to have sex with you.
2: That's exactly where she's at. Okay. And to the point now where she's saying that she thinks one of us even needs to leave the house.
1: So is she looking to separate or divorce?
2: Well, I'm not clear. We're, we're going to get some clarity on it in our next counseling session. Okay. Um, I'm trying to tread lightly.
1: But, Understood. Understood.
2: Um, you know, she's all for, she She wants to stay together, but she wants to make sure that we are in righteousness with God in his word. Yeah. So definitely she does not want to be intimate in, in the bedroom because of what she's feeling
1: right and you know i just want to make sure that that's truly what she's feeling like is it because of the biblical conviction or is it a smoke screen because of other issues she just doesn't want to be in bed with you again if you're clear on that you know in your counseling then it truly is a biblical issue i think a pastor can help you walk and work through that if it is a uh smoke screen uh like if you had issues with being in the bed before uh, you know this topic came up then it could be an excuse um, so let me ask you that question. Was she shy in being in the bed with you before this, or was this clearly the issue that caused her to be out of the bed?
2: Well, no, no shyness at all. Um, just just something recently came up. And, uh, okay. You know, we've had a typical marital you know, sure. debates and issues that most married couples have. Sure. And uh, one of the things that she said to me was, well, it just seems like, you know, they keep dealing with things, and, you know, it's like it's a curse or something we're dealing with and that's
1: what I want her to go look at these
2: scriptures about, you know. Gotcha. Are you you know, are we are we really
1: legally married? Yeah, well you're legally married. We already know that if you're legally divorced. Um she wants to know are we spiritually married? And there's debate on that. Uh but if I were you, if this was my wife, I would say, Listen, maybe we have other issues besides the bedroom. So let's go ahead and let's go ahead and put the bedroom on the side. Let's fast until God gives us clarity on that. How can we build our relationship and our friendship? Uh, like a married couple would without the bedroom piece, confusing it right now and come back to that. You, you may want to go d- that route because that will show you if there are other issues or if this is the main issue. Do you know what I'm saying? But the, okay. the scripture does yeah. say the marriage bid is undefiled. Yet Jesus says, if you marry somebody who's divorced, then you are uh, causing them to commit adultery. The question is, is it adultery the first time or is it adultery every single time? And if it's adultery every single time, then what would the Lord have you do Would the Lord then have you stay married, but not have, uh, you know, relations or would he want you to divorce? And that's a question that, which again, if I were pastoring you, I, I wouldn't say, Hey, go get divorced. Two wrongs don't make a right. I'd say, let's ask God's grace to cover it. And let's make sure that we make this one the best one. Um, but she has some issues she's getting over and I think it's important for you to be patient with her, uh, while she's on this journey. I'm glad you guys are in counseling together.
2: Yes. Yes. I do appreciate it. Um, keep me posted. We've had different conversations.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I would definitely cause keep posting, cause it's a uh, difficult situation. In for, prayer. It's a difficult situation for you to be in. Let me just ask you one last question. Why would she think that your last marriage was not biblically ended? Did somebody, did somebody go outside the marriage in your last relationship?
2: there was a time of separation and during that time of separation um there were some relationships uh, okay that i didn't have that my uh parent spouse at the time was, she was having a relationship with other men
1: okay so that's and uh, that's biblical ex- an yes. exception to the rule if she was sleeping with somebody else and you desired a divorce not that god is saying you have to go do it you can get over it but if you did separate and that was the issue that brought the tear um, surely that would fall into the exception clause.
2: Well, can I ask you one more question? Sure. So, for instance, um, in Genesis, when Adam and Eve fell in the garden and uh, God was clear about if they were eating the tree of knowledge of an evil, that they would die. Well, we know we did, they did not die physical death, but they did die spiritually. So when we're talking about... Well,
1: they the culture, died physically too.
2: Um. Okay,
1: they did. Yeah, they're not still living. I mean, physically.
2: Well, I mean, no, I mean, they didn't, they didn't die. Well, yeah, I mean, they died. Yeah. But, I mean, at that instant, they died first,
1: right? Well, no, so, they were sick. no, it's talking about physical death. You know, so there was no death for Adam and Eve. They'd still be living today had they not done that. So oh, wow. physical okay. death means separation. So when you die, your body separates from your spirit. So that's physical death. That's why the body is decaying. And when you finally die, your body will fully decay because the separation of the spirit from the body. So it was physical death. There's also spiritual death, which is separation between God and man. And that was happening as well. And so but God reconciled that through the through the blood of an innocent third party. And so that's why he ripped the skin off of the animal. That was an innocent third party that had nothing to do with it, uh, their sin. So he rips the skin off an innocent third party, the animal, and covers their sin, covers their shame, which is a pretype of what would happen when Jesus, an innocent third party, would pay for the sins of humanity. So, yeah, they died a physical and a spiritual death. But Jesus gives us that life back in Christ. Hey, Edward, I got to run. Thank you so much, my friend. I'll be right back. This is Real Talk Hi, Anonymous. Dr. Anderson here. How you doing?
4: I'm okay. How are you?
1: Oh, I'm excellent. Thanks for calling. How can I serve you today?
4: Okay, so um, a quick snapshot. Uh, I've been married for 14 years. Mm
2: -hmm. About
4: two years ago, my husband's mother passed away.
2: Mm.
4: And about eight-ish months past there, his brother had, like, a very um, serious accident. I mean, luckily... He came out of it, but it was intense for a while.
5: Mm
4: -hmm. Shortly after that accident, my husband asked for a separation out of nowhere. Mm. And no, we didn't have a perfect marriage, but we had a marriage that we were working and we weren't, like, we don't, it's not a situation where we argue or we had all these problems. Right. Type of thing.
1: Okay. Uh,
4: Since then, he stayed for a while and still said he wanted be divorced, had God told him that he should leave us, and so forth, and um, we've had intense times, and then we've had times where have been more peaceful, but no real form of reconciliation. Okay. So he just told me that he left, he, he is now seeing someone else, and moved in with that person about three months ago.
1: Okay. All right.
4: And he came back and told me that he had stopped paying our mortgage. Hmm. And that he wanted he wanted me to pay it. And I'm like, well, no. And since, he, you know, we couldn't come to agreement on that, he just walked out completely. Like, he hasn't spoken to the kids in over a week. He hasn't come to see them. He won't return their phone calls or texts or anything. Mm. You know, he, he acts like he's so angry with me. Mm. But I, I don't know what. Like, he hasn't told me what he feels that I've done
1: to him. Got it. Well, this is this is unfortunate. It's sad. It's it's uh, it's it's hurtful. I'm sorry. I, I don't know why. There's something going on. A, there's another woman involved. So that's going to do it. All right. Uh, it is is it it is a woman. Is that right? Yes. Okay. So we don't know what that's about, but we know that it's not helping your relationship. If I were you, I would try to hold on and just get your kids, pull them tight together. Let's pray for Dad and leave it alone. Go on with your life right now because he's out there running around, and we don't know what's really up, but it will surface. And when it surfaces, you have to be ready to, to handle it head on. I think you have some time here. It's only been, you know, like a week or so. You have time. You have a few months. You have the holidays. But you got to protect yourself and your kids right now. Do what it takes to keep them. If it's moving into an apartment, moving in with mom, do something to protect yourself and your kids while he's out there acting like a fool. I've got to run because I've got this break. I hope that helped a little bit. I'll be back. This is Rich Becker, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. The radio ministry of Real Talk with Dr. Anderson is made possible by the generosity of listeners like you. If this nonprofit ministry is a blessing to you, will you prayerfully consider partnering with us? With an ongoing monthly gift of $30 or more, you'll become a Real Talk partner. As a way of saying thank you, we would love to send you a signed copy of Dr. Anderson's book, Gracism. Thank you for making this important ministry possible. We can't do it without you. Visit Andersonspeaks.com and simply click the donate button to support Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's andersonspeaks.com. All right, let's go to Fairfax, Virginia and talk to James, who's on the line. Hey, James, welcome to the show. How are you, sir? I'm doing fine. How are you doing? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thank you so much for calling me. What's your comment or question, sir?
5: I have a question. It's almost about relationships. You know, um, about a few months ago, um, well, I've been married for eleven years now, and uh, th- about three months ago, um, uh, my wife had stepped out on me—not <clears throat> yeah. not not cheated, but left me, and she took the kids and stuff like that. So, and my my thing was uh, my my goal, my desire was to get them back, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, she moved out of state. My question was. Uh, Man, how can I word this? How can I? How can I? How can I put forth more effort? Because a lot of people tell me put forth in myself, you know, be a better self.
1: Mm-hmm,
5: mm-hmm. But I feel that that might be a distraction from the goal.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: How do I differentiate the two? You know?
1: Yeah. Well, first of all, I'm sorry this happened. I know it's got to be very difficult and very emotional for you. How, how are you doing personally, James?
5: I'm hurting.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm sure you are, so a couple things in your question. you want to know how to get them back. I didn't hear you say you want to know how to get her back,
5: Yes, her her back, yes, because with her, definitely her back, you know, mm-hmm. so
1: do you her and the family, you know? I see, okay, so it's not just the kids, you actually do want a relationship with her. Is that what I'm hearing? Yes, okay. Why did she leave and take the kids? Do you mm-hmm. want to share that with me?
5: Um, I believe she says that I made her feel that she's not that she can't accomplish nothing. You know, like I didn't make her feel uh, better than you know. She said I always put her down. You know, criticizing things. Like let's say she's cooking some fried chicken. You know, mm-hmm. in the kitchen, and then I come down and I smell the oil burn. I say, honey, that's way too high. I come lower it down. You know, I said, my, you don't smell it. It's burning hot. She says, I'm cooking. You know, little things in that nature. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: Just, just compounding over the years, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, how long have you guys been married?
5: Uh, Eleven years.
1: Has she ever left before?
5: One time when we first got together,
1: mm-hmm.
5: and uh, ironically, she left in the same exact month. Mm-hmm. You know, it was in the summertime, mm-hmm. and and she came back thirty days later, and I married her that that the week after that. You know, I asked her to marry me, and she married me, you know. And then we we got together, had three kids, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. She has a stepdaughter, and, and you know, and it, as it happened again, I guess I felt, you know, how we when, when you fall in love, you do everything right and yeah. stuff like that. And then yeah. over the years, you tend to get comfortable and not do the things that you used to do,
1: mm-hmm. you know. And where is she now? Is she with her mother or someone like that? Do you know?
5: Yes, something like that. Yeah, she went out of state to her mom's. you
1: know? Do you have a relationship with her mom where you can talk to her mom? Um,
5: Sometimes, yes, yes.
1: So I might try. Will she she talk to you? If you text her or call her, will she talk to you?
5: I think so, yes, she Mm -hmm. would.
1: And when's the last time you talked to her, James?
5: To my wife? Yes, Mm mm-hmm. Um, to, today, this morning,
1: and how how did that go? I,
5: I called them on a date. It, it goes good, you know what I mean. We it's not more it's not more stimulating conversations. It's more of how you doing, how's your day, you know, mm-hmm. what you did today, stuff like that. Mm. Like I had an idea too recently that I um, she likes to write. Right and and before I used to I, I I'd take her like she would say I'll take her joy from her so mm. she likes to write so she says when I'm around she don't like to write because I'll uh, maybe snoop and read her journal or something mm. in that nature.
1: So do you think you know?
5: Do you so think something
1: I do you think that, something is going on with her outside of your relationship, James?
5: Um, like meaning another person? Yep. Possible, but I don't think so.
1: Okay. So you're kind of stuck here, all right? Uh, You can't just run up there and uh, go to her mom's house if she's not going to let you see the kids. That's that's kind of a tough situation. Um, I might, if I were in your shoes, I might talk to the mother because I might be able to pick up from the mother more of what's going on than from her directly. It, It just depends on your relationship with the mother. But uh, I would keep the lines mm-hmm. of I would keep the lines of communication open with your wife I'd keep praying for her, and I would be telling her, you know I'm praying that you will come back home at some point in time because we are a family, and this is what God wants you know, and maybe you guys can get yes, yes. Get, get some counseling to figure out what would it take in order for the family to be brought back together." again because it's really not right if you're not abusing her or anything like that it's really not right for her to just take the kids and leave all right and <laughs> e- and even to and even to leave the state um that is that is not that is not right and so i would really first try to see if you can woo her back if you can pray her back and if you can get more information about why she's gone um make sure you write down the date that she left And, um, and, which is important. And let's see if you can, if you can get her back in the next few weeks. Now, if that doesn't happen, I I don't know if I would step into the next year without consulting a lawyer. All right. And I would talk to a lawyer, a lawyer about this, because if my wife, you know, your wife takes your kids and leaves the state and you don't have any, you haven't given any permission to do that. And she won't bring them back. Uh, you might want to figure out mm-hmm. what your legal recourse is. Now, I'm not saying go legal yet. I still want you to stay in the spiritual okay. and the relational realm here. But if you get a sense that this thing is she's gone for whatever reason, she's gone, and she doesn't bring your kids back, okay. then there's a problem there, and you need to get some le- you need to get some legal help because I would be saying, well, bring my kids back. If you want to leave, that's fine, but bring my kids back. Uh, you can't just kids pick back. up and, that's, that's- and leave.
5: Yes. I guess that's the dilemma I'm in, and, and I want them back, so I, I, sometimes I believe that if I start, like, a child custody battle, that that's going to draw another wedge between the relationship.
1: Well, and that's why I gave it to you in step-by-step priority. See if spiritually and relationally uh, you can begin to woo her back and maybe get counseling and, and ask her, what would it take for us to get back as a couple? you know but if you get a sense from talking to her mother from talking to her oh no this is her plan she's gone she's done she's may even be with with uh, somebody else i don't know but if you get a sense that this is not temporary but this is permanent then i would maybe get legal but you got to at least get legal counsel even if you don't go legal on her you need to know what your rights are in the the, the state of virginia you need to know what your rights are as a dad Um, I think that's important, whether you pull the trigger on going legal or getting custody or not, you know, that is still up in the air, but you need to have the information. So, you know, what rights you have as a father and what rights you don't have. And by the way, creating another wedge, it she's the one that's created the wedge. Maybe you created it back when y'all were living together, but she took your kids. You weren't abusing her. You weren't sleeping around. So far as I know, were you sleeping around with some other women? No. Okay. So Definitely not. All right. So she's upset with you for whatever reason. She's out the door after 11 years of marriage. Most lawyers would say that's abandonment. All right. And so, uh, but to take the kids is another story. So I don't think you'd be adding a wedge. The wedge is already there. She started that wedge when she left with the kids. Uh, And then you've been trying to Mm -hmm. get her back, trying to get her back, trying to get her back. If you can't get her back, then you should at least find out what your rights are to get your children back, or at least to see your children regularly. And uh, that's about as much wisdom, if you want to call it wisdom, that I can give you at this point. But it's a difficult situation.
5: Yes, yes.
1: So let me let me say a, right. let me say a prayer for you before I let you go. Okay. Yes, yes. And I'm gonna ask my listeners, would y'all join me uh, in praying for James? Lord Jesus, we lift James up. And we pray for his wife and for his children. We're grateful that they're all safe. But, Lord, we know that you want families together. We don't know all the details about this family, but we pray for your wisdom that you would show James exactly what to do and how to do it in a godly way. We pray for his wife that she would uh, uh, be close to you as well and, and, and that they would be unified as a family. So we lift them up to you now in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Amen and amen. God bless you, James, okay? Thanks for calling.
5: God bless you. Thank you so much for your time, brother.
1: My pleasure.
5: A spy,
1: waterproofing before the water <laughs> This is Dr. David Anderson. Amber and I called Best Buy Waterproofing. They came in. They fixed our basement from water coming in. I'm so glad we called them. You call them too. 844-980-3707. Best Buy Waterproofing Before the Water Rises.
0: You've been listening to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson Weekend Edition, a ministry of Bridgeway Community Church. We would love to have you
1: join us Sunday mornings at our campus in Columbia, Maryland at 8 a.m., 10 a.m. and noon, or at our Owings Mills Reisterstown, Maryland campus at 10.30 a.m. You can also join us online at www.bridgeway.cc. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson airs live weekdays on this station and is ready to take your calls. Tune in at 3 p.m. weekdays on WAVA 105.1 FM. For details and directions to Sunday services, please visit www.bridgeway.cc or call 410-992-5832.
0: We hope to see you tomorrow at church.